Wonderful. Well, good afternoon, everyone. It's so nice to see you all here. Um, my name's Ellie, if I haven't met you. It's lovely to see you. I have the joy and the privilege of working with the young people here at All Dates as their youth pastor. Um, today, I get the joy of speaking to you about gossip and wise words. Um, now, I thought the best place to start with thinking about gossip is to look at Google and tell us how Google defines gossip. So, because um, hopefully that's more of a universal understanding of gossip. So here you go. This is what Google told me. Um, gossip is casual or unrestrained conversation about others, typically involving details that are not fully confirmed. So that's, that's the basis of what gossip we're, we're going for today. Um, so in the early 2000s, 2010s, some of you may not have been born then. Um, I was born by that point. Um, many of you have seen that a long time ago. Um, but in the early 2000s, 2010s, there was a TV show, um, which you may have heard of or may not have, called Gossip Girl. Anyone heard of the TV show Gossip Girl before? Any, uh, anyone actually watched Gossip Girl before? Less people. I haven't actually watched it myself, but there is a reboot coming, so uh, there you go. If you missed out the first time, it's come around a second time. Um, there was a TV show called Gossip Girl, and as you can imagine by the title, the whole premise of the show was a lot to do with gossip. So what happened, um, actually I have seen some episodes, so this is me talking from what I actually know, um, but what happened in the TV show, there's a, a group of friends, and within that group of friends, um, mysteriously they keep finding out facts about other people's lives and there is a blogger who is known lovingly as Gossip Girl um, and they find out all these things about people within this community and they put it on their blog and they text it around and people end up finding out about these things. As you can imagine, that doesn't go down very well with the people in that group because they find out things that they probably did not want other people to know. And the thing is about gossip is I think we're somewhat obsessed with it as a society. And it's happening all the time, isn't it? Whether we're at work or at school or even in church, it can happen as well. We can't be oblivious to that. But gossip is all around us in the TV shows that we watch, in the films that we watch. If we're coming back to that definition, it's casual conversation about something that may or may not be true. Secondhand information. I wonder what TV shows you might think of or films that you've watched recently that have these things in. So a classic TV show, which hopefully, I'm, I'm guilty, Love Island. Anyone heard of Love Island? People watched it. You might not want to confess to watching this one, actually. Um, but Love Island is a bunch of people who go on to a TV show to find someone to be their boyfriend or girlfriend. And it's, it's an interesting TV show. I wouldn't recommend watching it in some ways. Um, but it thrives off of gossip. People love watching it because they love hearing the gossip of what's going on. And you can probably think of many other TV shows as well. Your favourite soap opera. Um, but how many times have we been mid-sentence and thought, oh gosh, I'm about to say something that I really should not be saying. And you just think, nope, nope, it's about to come out and I shouldn't be saying this. Um, I definitely have done that far too many times. Um, You've thought no, and then you've paused, and then you've just carried on and said it. You know you probably shouldn't have said it, but you have. And people around you usually are like, oh, go on. It won't hurt. Just say it. It'll be fine. We won't tell anyone. 
And then you find out that that has been passed on and passed on to other people. You probably know that you should have just stopped. When you had that hesitation and you thought, okay, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to go and say it anyway. And then you've carried on. I think the thing that we love about it is the power that we have with knowing a piece of information that we could tell someone else that they don't know, and yet we have the power to be able to tell them. And we love that kind of feeling. In Proverbs verse, chapter 10, verse 19, it says that those who hold their tongue are wise. So in that moment when we are deciding whether or not we should say this thing, it says if we are to be wise people, we are to hold our tongue. And this is maybe a bit of a strange thing to say, but earlier I thought, well, literally, holding your tongue. I don't know if you've ever tried holding your tongue physically with your hands. Strange thing to do, I know. Um, you can't speak if you're holding your tongue. You physically can't get sound out. I'm not going to do it for you, it's a bit weird. Um, but try it later at home when you've got your face mask off. But you can't speak if you're holding your tongue. It's really wise advice. Actually, if you are holding your tongue, you can't say anything that is going to end up being wrong. And I know that I personally would like to be known as someone who's wise or is trustworthy with the things that people share with me. And in Proverbs, it carries on to say in um, chapter 11, verse 13, it says, a gossip betrays confidence, but a trustworthy person keeps a secret. The thing that I love about the Bible is that it's got so much wisdom in it. See, we probably knew that already, right? You're pretty trustworthy if you can keep a secret. feels like common sense. But the thing I love about the Bible is the fact that it's already got it in there. <laughs> if we were to have looked at that before we came to a situation where we knew that we needed to hold our tongues, actually, we would have been in a much better place. God knows this stuff far better than we do, and he's already written it down for us. So I think we need to make sure that we're looking at the Bible to see God's wisdom and how we can go about these things. The tongue is the thing that leads us into dangerous territory, isn't it? Things that people have said or even have typed these days. It's not just about verbal communication. It's about things that we can type or write, as say, have often been used against people or more commonly turned into memes these days. Or um, I'm sure we've all, if you don't know what meme is, it's basically a picture or a video of someone saying or doing something that's usually quite funny. Um, and so we've probably seen many memes going around of um, maybe Donald Trump or Boris Johnson when they've said something that might be slightly funny. And so the things that they have said have been noticed. We've picked up on those things. Our language, our tongues are used because people notice what we say. And even in this past week, um, there was a celebrity called Chrissy Teigen, um, who is married to John Legend, who has written, written many wonderful songs. Um, she, this week, was accused of trolling or bullying someone in the past using old tweets that were sent. And actually, she that is now out there. She can't take back the things that she has said. She can try as best as she can to make things right, but what she said is already out there. The thing is that people notice what we say. James three um, in the Bible, verse uh, James three verses four to five, also have some more wisdom for us. It says this. A small rudder makes a huge ship 
turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. A tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. Our words have such great power. They can do so much good and they can do so much harm. And we can often be a product of our environment. So the things that we watch on TV or the people that we surround ourselves by can have a really big influence on us. And I think we need to be aware of the situations that we're putting ourselves in or that we find ourselves in, whether that's a work environment that we didn't necessarily choose, the people that we work with, or our school friends or our classmates. We need to be aware of the surroundings that we are in because people around us can have an effect on our behaviour. So we can be sure to honour God in every element of our speech. We need to be aware of who we're around and what we're letting affect us. There are moments that I look back on and I cringe over thinking about what I have said or what I shouldn't have said, more likely. That I wish I had held my tongue, whether physically or metaphorically, um, that I would have just stopped speaking. I wouldn't have spoken. And I've been too quick to say something or I've just carried on speaking when I should have just said nothing. Proverbs 20 verse 19 tells us this too. It says, a gossip betrays confidence, so avoid a person who talks too much. Oh, feels a bit harsh. I think I talk quite a lot. But the wisdom here that it's telling us is actually when we talk too much, we can end up stepping in the wrong place, that we can say something that is out of line and is in the wrong place. And it can feel a little bit harsh, but I think it's there and it's wisdom for a reason. But what we get as Christians, if we believe in the Lord and we are filled with his Holy Spirit, is that we get God's help to do this. We're not just trying to fight through, we're not having to just avoid people because we can't do it. Actually, we think, I think we sometimes forget that God is with us in these moments. He can help us through them. And I think we sometimes also can think, and I know I'm guilty of this, is thinking, it's just about what I do and don't do. God's just, he only cares if I'm doing something or I'm not doing something. I'm following all the rules and the regulations and all these things. But actually God cares far more about a relationship with us. He cares about why we're doing these things. And we don't have to just fight our best and just not speak to anyone and not hang out with anyone so we avoid doing these things. But actually, with gossiping, I think we're still meant to be friends with people. We're meant to be in these environments, but we can do it differently. When we give our lives to Jesus, when we become a Christian, we get a relationship with him. And God is present in all times with us, as we've already prayed and sung about today. And God really cares. He genuinely cares for us and about what we're doing. He cares about the situations that we find ourselves in. And if you ever need reminding of that, just look what Jesus did on the cross when he died for us. He cared enough for us to die for us. And as Christians, we get... We are called to reflect Jesus in all that we do, to imitate him, to be his light here on earth. We have the privilege of knowing God and then making him known. We can do so by the way we speak. 
whether we're telling other people about Jesus or we're speaking kindly about someone or we're not saying anything in those situations when others are gossiping around us. How we hold our tongues and how we honour other people with our words rather than cutting them down can glorify God. And when we are in environments when others aren't living in the same path as us, that they're not living in the same way that they think actually gossiping is something that they can go on and do, we might be tempted. It's really hard not to do these things when other people around us are doing them. But when we have those moments, we can just pause and speak to God. It literally just can take one second. Lord, help me. Help me not to say this thing. Help me not to do that thing. We can pause and ask God, remind ourselves that he is with us wherever we are. Last time that we gathered here, which was two Sundays ago, um, Stephen, our wonderful new rector, came and spoke on friendship. And he reminded us um, of a verse that in, in Proverbs 27 that says, Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. A good friend I think, helps point out our wrong steps. They help us be aware of the things that we've done wrong, even if it may feel a little bit wounding. They're doing it, hopefully, from a place of loving us and a place of wisdom so that we can be better at doing these things, that we can encourage each other in our faith. When I was an intern, many moons ago now, um, right here at All Dates, um, what we decided as a house, as a group of interns, was that um, we would not force each other to say anything that would be unhelpful. So in those moments that I was talking about, when you are tempted to say something and you start a sentence and you think, oh, no, I shouldn't say this, and you've started it already and then you hesitate, we said as a house, we were going to decide if someone starts saying that, we were never going to say, oh, just go on, it'll be fine, we won't tell anyone. We said, no. Don't say it. If you don't think it's going to be helpful, you don't think it's going to be encouraging or godly, then don't say it. And that was one of the most helpful things that I learned as being an intern was just that practice of being around other people and holding each other accountable for what we were doing. And I think we've got to be people and got to be friends and family members who support each other on this journey rather than getting in the way of these things, that we should encourage each other in our faith, that we should encourage each other to speak good things over people and not things that might be untrue or might be harmful. And I think there's a few ways that we can ask God for his help in this. Um, The band are going to come up and lead us in just a second, but I'd love to share those with you. So I think we can say to God, okay, show me where I'm weak. Show me the places or the people that I spend time with that make it really hard for me to hold my tongue. The people that encourage me to start gossiping rather than saying, don't say it. We can ask God to do that. We can ask God then to say, oh, forgive me, Lord, because I have overstepped the mark. I'm really sorry for how I've done that. And ask God to forgive us. And then we can say, help (laughs) because we can ask for forgiveness, but actually we need God to help us in these things. And he wants to help us. And then the final thing I'd love for us to be able to say is, God, give me your patience to do this. Because often the way that God works is that he'll give us a situation to practice these things in rather than just making it happen straight away. So actually, he might put you, in a, you might be in a situation whereby people around you are gossiping 
And so you need to practice this. You need to be patient and allow God to help you in it. So if a band you would like to come up, I'm just going to, if you, do you want to stand up? That would be great. Um, and I'm just going to pray for us um, that God would help us do these things. And maybe you want to just ask God, can you reveal maybe something I've said this week um, that was really unhelpful or unkind? Because um, God really wants to help us with these things. And um, yeah, let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much that you love us enough that you came and died for us. And Lord, that you help us as we go about our journey of faith with you. That means that we can know you are with us. And in this area of gossip, Lord, as we seek to try and be wise with our words in ways that encourage people that speak truth and love and wisdom, that we would know that you're with us, that you would help us to be patient, you would help us to hold our tongues in those moments when we really shouldn't say something. We pray, God, would you reveal to us any areas where maybe we've said something this week that was unhelpful. Would you help us to leave those things with you? And I pray, God, would you bless each of us Would we know that you are with us right now and that you go with us when we leave this place as well? In Jesus' name we pray.